Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What did you make it out, everybody? And welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. It is post match review Aston Villa versus Manchester United. We have broken the streak, the longest streak in English football uh, at this current time of away teams winning against a team which lasted for what was it, 23 years or 23 matches? Can't remember what, what it was. We've broken it. It's no longer a record that we have to be, have to be embarrassed about. Manchester United vanquished, absolutely vanquished, put to the sword, made to look rather, um, rather poor at times today, uh, the way Aston Villa played, the way Aston Villa counterattacked, the way Aston Villa set up, the way that they were tactically uh, kind of set out from minute one. I cannot wait to watch this back again, to see and to, um, to dissect where these players were. I have so much to say on this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold back on some of it because I want to see, make sure that what I saw, uh, sorry, I want to make sure that what I saw in this game today is actually what happened. But my God, you talk about new manager bounces, they don't get much better than that, that today. Three goals, Aston Villa, one goal, Manchester United. We don't get to celebrate these an awful lot. We certainly don't get to celebrate games where we go and we and um, we take on a team like Manchester United and absolutely blow them away in the first 15, 20 minutes uh, with some brilliant off-ball off running, uh, both in defence and in attack, with some brilliant triangles. Leon Bailey was a man possessed in the first half uh, today. Well, for the first half hour, um, Jacob Ramsey really good, Buendia really good, Watkins running the channels, and it just clicked, and wasn't it so beautiful? And hey, we got a new signing today as well. Morgan Sanson came off the bench. What more could people ask for? We got we got McGinn playing as a 10. We got Sanson coming off the bench. And we got a win against United at home. All these things 
things that we thought we would never see this year, and we did. Unai Emery's uh, first game in, in, is in charge of Aston Villa. Couldn't have gone any better. Absolutely brilliant. Three days uh, of uh, on the training field with this team. Everybody said, or people said, that it would take time for this to click, and it still may take time to, for this to click, but I have no problem in being hyperbolic and saying that that is how a team, that's how you set up a team, that's how you how you make sure that you, you get your players to flourish, and uh, this team needed to start running past the ball when they were in attack with that counter-attacking sp- speed that, they ha- that this team had. We haven't seen it for almost two years, and we got it in full glaring view for the first 20 minutes of this game. I am Shuffed. Three minutes and 17 seconds. And I don't think I took a breath through the whole lot of that. I'm delighted. I, I'm, I must get Mr. Patrick on. Paddy, I, I, I need to get, uh, I need to see if I can send him the link here and and send it on to him because uh, I'd love to, to, to hear what the, what the stadium was like because, you know, as I say, we don't get to beat Man United every day of the week. We don't get to beat Man United. Like, like this, this is, this just doesn't happen that often, so it's it, and it's fantastic. I, I I'm I'm over the moon. I'm thrilled. I'm I'm actually struggling to talk. I'm struggling to string sentences together because, um, we needed a performance. We needed this, and, and you could talk about the four nil against Brentford was great, but this is with Unai Emery at the helm. You and people might say I get car- I, I'm getting carried away with, with how giddy I am at this moment in time. But look, a win is a win is a win, and it's going to put me in great form for the rest of the week. And we've got United again on Thursday in the cup. And I say, bring it on, and let's go there and beat. Uh, let's let's go into that game, beat him again, and then drive forward for the rest of the for for the rest of this little mini uh, series of games until we get to the World Cup break. Absolutely fantastic. Um, give me one moment. This isn't great podcasting, but I am going to text on the link to Paddy there and see if he is uh, if he is able to pop on because I would, as I say, love to get his opinion uh, or to get his his thoughts on 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 the way that um the way that the the stadium was. Uh, so talk uh, talk amongst yourselves there for a moment. No, link is gone, Tim. Hopefully, he'll have good reception. Um. But yeah, I I want to give a massive massive shout out to to to, to uh, Leon Bailey. You know, we've I, I did a um, Manchester United preview podcast and they were raving about uh, Leon Bailey. One of the guys that was on it was of was Jamaican and uh, he was of Jamaican descent and and he uh, was really complimentary about Leon Bailey about his pace and his speed and how he can how he's direct running. And it seems like Leon Bailey was listening to that podcast because what he did in the first half was absolutely fantastic. It was direct running. He ate Luke Shaw's dinner for him um, multiple times down that down that left-hand side or down United's left-hand side or right-hand side. He interchanged beautifully with Buendia. Uh, Ramsey popped up over on that side as well. And Villa went for the juggler. They went for Luke Shaw and they ran directly at him. And we got great joy out of it. The first goal was brilliant. It went through the middle. Jacob Ramsey with a superbly weighted pass. Absolutely superbly weighted pass into Leon Bailey's uh, Leon Bailey's path. And what I liked about Leon Bailey was he didn't just put his laces through it. He just lifted it over the foot of David, David De Gea. Whether he meant it or not, just lifted it over the was it the foot or the hand of David De Gea and into the bottom corner. Villa 1-0 up, I think it was after, what was it, seven minutes or so, uh, which was absolutely great. Um, then Luke Dean pulls a free kick. And it was the free kick was weird because... As he was lining up to take it, I was sitting down. I was actually sitting right here where I am, and I was watching it in my on my phone at that stage. And I was like, 
this is going to be gold. He's going to score it. I don't know why. I was just so confident that Luca Dean was going to pop it into the back of the net, straight in the top corner. No chance for David De Gea. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant free kick. Um, reminiscent, uh, a, a small bit reminiscent, albeit on the left-hand side, uh, or on the right-hand side of the box from a left-footed player of uh, Beckham versus Greece. They went right into the spot that the, the goalkeeper couldn't get anywhere near it. It was the same kind of distance out, except obviously on the opposite side of the box. Really loved it. Top-class stuff. But Villa did go to sleep for a small little bit. From about 33, 32 or 33 minutes onwards um, in the in the first half, Villa did go to sleep. They let Man United back into it. Ronaldo had had a header and um, I think Garnacha had a, had a shot in, in quick succession. Emmy Martinez had to get down to them and did really well. Two beautiful, beautiful saves. And um, we wrote our luck for for about a five minute period, but United get a, get an absolutely massive slice of luck with a um, deflection, um, with a deflection off uh, Luke Shaw. Which look, <coughs> that that was that was terrible luck from an Aston Villa point of view. That was going about twenty yards wide. Um, that Luke Shaw, that Luke Shaw shot was going about twenty yards wide, and uh, takes a massive deflection off Jacob Ramsey. And I don't know what what you guys were watching it on, or what what channel you were watching it on. But throughout the rest of the, the first half and, and then throughout the rest of the, maybe the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half, the commentators kept on saying stuff like, oh, he must have been devastated scoring on goal. Like as if Jacob Ramsey tapped the ball into the back of his net. It was one of the most ridiculous, ridiculous deflections that you'll see. Uh, we took a massive deflection into the top corner. Nothing Martinez could do about it. Luke Shaw was even embarrassed by it. He knew that it wasn't his uh, his best shot he's ever taken, but it went into the back of the net. And that was a bit of a nervy moment for Aston Villa. Um, I'd be crying out online uh, on Twitter saying that we just need to get in. Two goals up, nothing silly. We didn't really do anything silly. Yes, we could have cleared it better. Ramsey could have cleared it better. We uh, we could have could have done stuff like that, but we weren't the masters of our own downfall with regards to that goal. Um, because it, like that deflection was absolutely horrendous. Um, but we go in 2-1 up, and then we come out in the second half. And straight away from the kickoff in the second half, we get a shot from Leon Bailey, uh, which was right down De Gea's throat. But it was, a, it was kind of a precursor to what was coming. Um, lovely, lovely break from um, from Ollie Watkins down the wing. Todd, well, Todd Watkins was really solid today. Thought he did a lot of good stuff. I thought he thrived having another person up, up top with him. That 4-2-2-2 uh, kind of formation that, that we played today. I'm not quite sure it was a 4-4-2. That's why um, I want to watch it back. But that kind of formation where we had those those two breaking kind of central um, or inverted forwards, the Break sideways in Buendia and Ramsey uh, and Ramsey were absolutely brilliant. Um, but Watkins gets into the box and he pulls back a most beautiful cutback right into Jacob Ramsey's uh, Jacob Ramsey's path and he arrowed it right into the top of the net. What a finish! Absolute top bin stuff out of out of Jacob Ramsey there. And I loved it. I loved Jacob Ramsey's performance through the whole game. Absolutely adored it. He was hands down my man of the match. And what I loved about Jacob Ramsey was the way that he dropped deep into that little pocket. It, it wasn't even a pivot position, but he was dropping into a kind of a pocket um, in the half space, closer to the, I suppose, to where the, where the camera's viewing point was. And he was dropping into that space and he was dragging Ericsson or he was dragging whoever was closest to him out to, out to meet him. He was also dragging the, the, the fullback to, to come into that space as well if there was no midfielder there. And there was one or two times when Malassia had come on that he did drop in and try and take on Jacob Ramsey in that position. But what that allowed was that allowed for a, for a, an out ball. If Jacob Ramsey got it, he could play it back to somebody over the top towards Leon Bailey, who is 
you did go off early enough in the game, but it could have been up to Bailey and um, Watkins, whoever was there, Ings when he came on. Now we didn't do that an awful lot, but that's what it that's what it allows you to do. And I just thought Jacob Ramsey was was really good today. I thought and and delighted because we were talking about Unai Emery and we thought that maybe he might be the odd man out. Uh, for the interim, when Emery comes in, he may not be the person that started, but he looked he looked every inch um, at uh, the, the midfielder that we know he can be out there today. And I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And that goal, as I say, like if the net wasn't there, that goal would that that ball would still be traveling. You know, it was an absolute rocket, and um, just great to see one of our own do something like that. And he loves a goal against Manchester United, as we know he scored last year as well. A um, couple of comments there, actually, guys, because. I need to slow down because I might have some sort of a, an aneurysm if I don't stop being so excited here. Um, Matt Hanlon, I want to really say thank you so much. I really appreciate that. that that's a super, super, super um, thing to do. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, where have we? Where have we? Where, where have we? Let me go up to the top. I'm going to go right back here and I'll take a couple of, couple of uh, uh, things at random. Um, it, Emery Thing Villa says, oh my God, man, game management was spot on. Absolutely. There were so many good things that happened in this game. I even forgot to mention, we saw the reemergence of Bubakar Kamara come onto the field. <clears throat> what I loved about this was we used substitutions to kill time and to, and to, bring, on, um, to bring on fresh legs. Uh, he wasn't afraid to make those substitutions. Like he took off, he took off Leon Bailey, um, wrap him in bubble wrap because if he keeps playing like that, you know, we're going to need, we're, we're going to be very, very happy with these contributions. Um, he took off Dino, who was uh, who was down, maybe hold, I don't know, he was holding something to do with his leg. Don't think there was anything massive there, but he brought on Ashley Young. Um, uh, who else was there? He, he, I can't even remember what the substitutions were. Let me let me open up here. Yes, Bubakar Kamara came on for, um, Came on for Ollie Watkins and then Danny Ings and Ashley Young came on uh, for Emiliano Buendia and, uh, and Dina, which was great. And as I said, the forgotten man, Morgan Sanson, came on. He even had, an, had a chance or had an opportunity, should I say, to do something fancy with the ball. He had two, two of United players around him and he did some sort of a pirouette on the ball and bought himself a small little bit of space. And, and, and look, it's just good to see all our, our players being utilised and, and, and being played and and... and yeah, it's like it would three one win. What more can we ask for here? Um, I want to say as well, just as I say, I've sent on is Paddy even there? Come, give me two seconds there now. Um, yeah, he's seen it. I'll see if he if we can get him get him on in a moment. Um, I want to say, Man United were. If I was a Manchester United fan watching that today, I would be so 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 concerned about the lack of um. Like Ronaldo is just so poisonous. Like, like, like he really is throwing his hands up in the air today. It was everybody else's fault. Like he, he potentially, like the VAR looked at the at, at the situation between himself and Mings. How Mings gets the other card for that, I don't know because yeah, the two of them were grappling. But Ronaldo throws him to the ground, and then Ronaldo stands over him and everything. You know, it was just just unsavory from Ronaldo. But he's just like how how pe it's for me. It's not even a question anymore about. Is the juice worth the squeeze with him? It's just not. He had he had barely any touches of the ball today. Let's take a look at that actually, because that that that's an interesting part uh, of his game. He had twenty five touches of the ball today, like twenty five touches of the ball, and he stayed on for the full ninety minutes. Put that to put that in um, in perspective. John McGinn comes on in the seventieth minute, and John McGinn has fifteen touches of the ball. Now I know Ronaldo plays up top and McGinn was playing in midfield, but like like for me, Ronaldo is just he's 
he's almost coming around. He's just such a, a pantomime villain, like at this stage. And when he's not scoring goals, he's just so ineffective on the field. He didn't do anything other than peel off to the back post and have have uh, big looping headers and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel sorry watching him because you know he's a great footballer. It's but he's coming across as just not being a, a very nice person, if that makes sense. And and look, you kind of hate to see that, but look. Uh, as I say, we worry about our own players, but I think that they have a lot of intro- introspection to, to to do on themselves. Uh, Victor Lindelof is not a centre half, a Premier League centre half. I I I opened the correction on that, but he was. Very, I I thought he was off pace today, and he's and and I I think he's been, he's been off pace more days than he hasn't. To be honest with you, since since he's been at Man United, there was times there as well in the second half. I know there were three one down. Casemiro leaving in late tackles. I think he had three tackles in the space of two minutes. How Anthony Taylor didn't pull out more yellow cards or or uh, utilize VAR a small bit more, I I'll never know. I thought he had a real strange refereeing performance today. But look, we won't uh, dwell on that too much. A three one win is a three one win. But um, yeah, it's, it's bloody great, absolutely fantastic, and and I'm hoping here that Paddy is well, Paddy's messaging me, but uh, I don't know. Can he get down? Yeah, he's just having trouble with, with some coverage there. And um, back to our comments. Back to our comments. Uh, Owen Bradley says very good performance. Looked dangerous going forward. Absolutely. Shane Coleman says Emery has had three days. Coach does put that in your pipe and smoke. <laughs> exactly. I don't know whether it's my pipe that I need to put it into, but I agree with you 100. And we have. Paddy's after jumping in there. Um, oh, he looks like he's made it indoors somewhere and he looks like he's got a stable stream. Let me just, uh, I want to just come to Stuart Cowley here as well because I want to say thank you so much, Stuart. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, that super chat that you've, oh, there's more, there's more, there's more than uh, Matt, Matt Hanlon once again. Thank you so much. Hit the like button and and buy Neil a point. Yeah, if you just, if you guys do like this, do hit the like button on this video. Also, if you're not a subscriber, we have 524 people watching here. If you're not a subscriber to the podcast, we'd love to have you on board for more of these because uh, if these are going to be fun podcasts, post-match podcasts, I want as many people here to interact as I possibly can. Stuart, thank you so much. Work the 3 a.m. start 3 a.m. In New Zealand, whoa, it was a great game, a wonderful start to the Emery reign, and I absolutely agree with that. Um, so here comes Paddy, I'm gonna bring him on there, and we'll see if we can get a stable. <laughs> Paddy, how are you doing? Oh, Paddy just dropped off. Um, guys, while I have everybody here, and f- there's 536 people, I meant to say this actually previously going forward, and you'd see it in the bottom, bottom corner here. Going forward, we our post-match uh, podcast will be sponsored by Fettle Therapy. It's fettle.ie. Um, you know, it's it's always it's it's the month of November, and men's health is in um is in focus during the month of uh, of November as it is men's health awareness. And while a lot of the November campaigns and all that they will focus on on men's physical health, men's mental health is very very important. Everybody's mental health is very important. Fettle.ie offer lots of therapy and and, uh, and counselling services. And um, we are delighted. It's something that's really close to our heart to be able to to offer. And to be able to help and to be able to promote and to be able to, you know, to put this up front and center for people, you know, and um, the post-match podcast, we're hoping we'll have lots of happy ones in the in, in the future, more happy than sad going forward. But, you know, sometimes it, it's important to, to, to highlight that, uh, you know, if you do need to talk to somebody and um, there is opportunities available and there are people out there. Fettle.ie offer tons and tons of uh, opportunities for that. I'm just going to put up a little list of some of the things that they do. And I hope you can still hear me. There is a link in the 
the in the bio of this if you want to just check them out and see what the story is if you if it's something that you want to avail of but i meant to do make a bigger deal of this earlier on i completely forgot but now that we have paddy back let's pop him back up that's fettle.ie you'll be able to find them online and as i say they are um the, the principal um partner for our post-match podcast going forward paddy how the hell are you oh i don't think paddy can hear me we've got a blank screen We've got a blank screen. I'll try and add them again. Paddy, can you hear me? Earth to Paddy. Paddy's after, uh, Paddy, are you inside the whole pub? Hello. Can you hear me? No. I can just about hear you. I think there's a massive delay, Paddy. I think there's a massive delay. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's a pity. Yeah, I... <laughs> it's such a massive day. So we can we can leave, we can leave it till Monday or Tuesday. Well, do you know what? I'm not going to ask you any questions, Paddy. You just talk. Tell us about what the situation was there, or how it felt to be in the stadium. What was it like? You've just witnessed history in the break of one of the biggest and longest uh, losing streaks that Aston Villa have ever had. Go for it, and we'll wait for the delay. That's exactly it. Twenty-seven years of work and, and wait for that to happen, and I, I certainly didn't think it would come today. And even when the board went up with six minutes injury time, I still didn't believe it was going to happen. So it was magic to actually see it over the line and get the, get the three points. And it's just a magic fan. Everybody's in great form. The place is buzzing, absolutely buzzing. It's a long time since we've seen the whole game like that. Perhaps uh, towards the end of the championship, um, when we were going up, is probably the last time I saw a bounce like that. It's absolutely magic today. And we deserve it. We've been waiting for some years. We've been waiting for a chance to turn them over. And uh, it just makes it all the sweeter that it was uh, his first game in charge and he's against Manchester United. Absolutely. Look, if we can go in, vanquish and break these records going forward under Unai Emery, I think we'll all be smiling. But one swallow doesn't make us summer. I think it's important to say that. But I suppose when you were there at the game, Paddy, what was the one thing that kind of stood out to you the most? Because uh, obviously you've sat through a lot of games in Villa Park under the Steven Gerrard uh, uh, era. What was the main difference that you saw out there today? I mean, the, the one thing I noticed is it's, it's the intensity. It's the not giving fellas a second on the ball, and he's, he's still that in, in them already. And um, like you, you didn't even notice Lucas Louise and Leandro Bendonca because they, they had nothing to do. The, the, the ball was so well protected from the front, back. Those two lads were, were just. You see, the ball didn't get to Van der Break. They touched the ball about ten minutes into the second half, and I forgot he was on the pitch. That area was just protected so well by the lads up front. 
that they were just forcing everything away. But every single time the play broke down, it was just the turnaround was incredible. The speed is incredible. Just I, 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 I'm looking forward to looking looking back at it from an angle side on instead of from behind the goal. But just every time we lost the ball, every man attacking that striker who was going across the line, every man turned and had a job in his own three back in, and it was just incredible to watch. And it's just I I, I can only hope. That if you can see that after three days training, imagine what you can do after a couple of months. Absolutely. Um, are you in the whole pub, Paddy? I am in the whole pub. <laughs> are you drinking, Paddy? And if you aren't, then why aren't you drinking, Paddy? <laughs> well, the one day I would have absolutely loved the points, but I'm not drinking today because I got a drive to Limerick when I landed in Dublin tonight. So I made up for that yesterday, though. I had a good few points yesterday in the German market, so there's no points today. <laughs> good, good. Well, yeah, we don't feel so sorry for you. So, um, Paddy, you're obviously, you know, there's a lot of calls again for you. You've been luckier than you haven't this season. Uh, you were Brentford. Were you Brentford? Was it Brentford you were at? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you were Brentford and you've been at this game and more of the games that you've been at, you've and, seen and Everton, wins or results. And Everton. And Everton. Well, and Everton yeah. So uh, well, We were walking into the ground today and uh, Stephen informed me that we hadn't seen them lose this year, this calendar year. And I just looked at them as if to say, well, that's the end of that now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going again for the rest of the year. So we've got to the whole year of uh, not losing a game while we're doing Exactly, a full calendar year, yeah. And I'm hoping to get to a lot of games after Christmas as well. Um, so it'd be great to, to hook up again. But Paddy, I'm not going to delay you any longer there, as I say. I, I don't know, Some the guys are saying that there isn't really a delay, but I'm getting a delay on my side. I don't know if it's an issue with me. Listen, safe home, have a great uh, have a great great trip, and hopefully you don't get delayed like you did the last time. At least Stephen doesn't have an exam, uh, or does he, tomorrow, just in case you do get delayed. Exactly. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. He doesn't. Yeah. And I'm and driving. I don't have to rely on anyone else giving me, giving me a lift, so I'll be okay. This is it, exactly. And Dinny O'Brien was there again, the man who gave you the lift the last time. So Dinny's another, uh, he's an, another good luck charm as well, all the way over from Ireland. Um, so that's great. Paddy, I, I, I am going to let you go there because I'm getting feedback in my ear as well. I, I'd say, I think it's an issue on my side. Safe home and we'll have you back. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get Paddy on for a more in-depth discussion about the game. Uh, maybe tomorrow or maybe Tuesday we'll do, we'll, we'll package something together for that. Uh, thanks William Paddy. That's great. Great to have him in there. Anna Grady, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and you legend. Uh, all right, guys, back to your comments there. As I said, it's great for Paddy uh, to, to, to be able to jump on there and tell us what it was like in the in the stadium. Um, can I as well, can I mention something? Buentia today, I thought was... So, so the, and, and this is something that I... I I want to go back and I want to watch and I want to see with, with Emmy Buendia. But was it my imagination or did he rotate? Um, what am I trying to say here? Was was it my imagination or did he rotate into a kind of a come come much much deeper and play playing as a six at times today? I really want to look at it, and the reason I say that is because it was like as if the 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 opportunity to get him on the ball, just like it was, I suppose, really with Jacob Ramsey as well. They, that that's what we wanted to do. We wanted the opportunities to, to to change the point of attack. So it didn't always have to go through the one player. It was almost a case of, okay, let's drop these people into position so that we can get the ball to them quickly. And then 
give the person who's on the who's passing the ball options. Um, it's not something that we saw under Steven Gerrard because it was very much go across the field and go to your go to your fullbacks, which should allow for diagonal runs and which was allowing for diagonal runs for for Ollie Watkins. But what that meant is that we couldn't ta- attack through the center. Today we were able to attack through the center, and I felt it was because of of uh, very much so of Jacob Ramsey and Bundia uh, coming deep and coming into kind of into deeper positions, but not fully committing to kind of get behind the ball, if that makes sense. I, I'm not really making much sense when I'm talking about it now, but um, hopefully I'll be able to go back and I look at it. And if I've got time, I might just take a few uh, screenshots of what I mean by that. But Emi Buendia, he's one of the players that everybody has been saying needs to, or, or was going to be made for this Unai Emery, um, Unai Emery revolution, if that may, if that's the word I'm looking for. And I thought he was good today. I thought that's probably the best game he's played for Villa this season. Um, which is which is always good to see, and and, and long may it continue. Specifically in the absence of Philippe Coutinho, um, who wasn't even on the bench, and I don't think we heard of anything as to why Coutinho wasn't on the bench, um, at all. So if anybody has a sniff of anything there, pop it in the comments, and hopefully I'll get to it. Um, yeah, as really random reviews says there, there was triangles everywhere. That's that was a beautiful thing to see, specifically in the first half. You know, as I say, midfield were creating triangles. There was options. There was two passing lanes. Uh, we were trying to open up two passing lanes, should I say, at any given time when somebody had that ball in midfield. Um, and and what that allowed to do then is there was a lot of pass and move, and there was a lot of people getting running past the ball as well to get into better positions, as opposed to uh, always kind of being afraid to kind of get in front of the ball or to to join into the attack. We saw that in, in the, the, the former guys' tra- tactics was always to allow the fullbacks to bomb forward and get past the ball. But we we're seeing that from people in the middle of midfield as well today, which was interesting. And hopefully we see that going forward as well. Um, anyone else there? Where else are we? Um, Stevie B. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it, Stevie. That is absolutely excellent. I really appreciate that. Paul O'Neill says that Coutinho, there was rumors of an injury. Yeah, I think there was somebody, I saw somebody saying illness. Um, Yeah, but uh, I I wouldn't read too much into it. As I say, look, we had a, um, we, um, we got to win. And uh, I don't care who is, uh, who is in the team, out of the team, as long as we keep winning. Um, And as we saw today that, that Una Emery was willing to bring players back into that squad, the likes of Morgan Sanson and, uh, as I said, Bubba Kakamara is coming back. So that was that was really, really nice to see. Um, where else are we? Yeah, oh, another, another little thing. It feels like I mentioned everybody in the field today, and I probably should because I feel that everybody in the field contributed uh, in a massive net positive today. Um, Tyrone Mings, I thought, was really good. I, I Tyrone Mings, I thought, was really, really good today. Um, if I was to pick a player of the season for Aston Villa so far, he'd be up there for me since he's come back into the team. Yeah, he's had a mistake. He had a mistake against, uh, was it Fulham? Um, I think it was Fulham. All the games blur into one uh, during that that run of games. But he he did have, uh, he had he had his mistakes. But I think he's been very, very consistent for the majority of this season uh, and, and fair play to him. I thought Ezra Kanza looked really good today as well. I don't know what it was, but a lot of the team looked revitalized. They looked refreshed. And, and Ezra Kanza was somebody I pointed the finger at and I said, I think at the moment he does play, obviously, um, because there's a nice partnership between himself and Mings there. But when Diego Carlos comes back, he's probably the odd man out there. And I was thinking he could be somebody that might be moved on in the summer if there was a right offer came in. But, you know, he looked like he was able to step up, excuse me, step up to the plate and step up to what um, when Emery was asking today. So, so fair play to him. 
absolutely fair play sniff rat thank you so much again guys thank you this is really generous i, I really appreciate um every single comment and i also really appreciate the donations as well that is absolutely massive stuff and the same goes to you adam philip you did you told us in the team sheet tantrum there was going to be three one and just like in 1995 we did we did uh prevail three one against manchester united at home so that was great um kurt uh, it says, Mings had a class game. I think Buendia had a bit of a mare. The team as a whole looked brilliant. I thought the team looked really, really good. Yeah, I absolutely thought the team looked brilliant as well. Um, where else is... Da, 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 da. Yeah, Mole Boy Gaming says, his tactics look good today. Mings was unreal. Um, really Random Review says, McGinn looked slightly off it, slightly slow, but ended better. Yeah, he was played in that more forward position. Um, he came out for 20 minutes, as I say. It was tough to get anything going in those 20 minutes, but um, like I, I, I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't uh, I didn't feel that he was a net negative, as I say. Uh, he got in around it. I think he won a couple of frees as well uh, from memory. But um, yeah, as I say, it just goes to show that even your captain may not may not uh, get on the team um, and not be in, and, and the first name on the team sheet. So that's good. It's good to have that competition. And I like it. Uh, standing on the word says, for me, it just wasn't just a win. It was good to see that our players knew what they were doing. Exactly. I felt that as well. Hence, they had a plan and uh, their togetherness was really nice to see. I couldn't agree anymore with that. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, Aston the Villa fan says, stroke of genius putting Dina and freeze. Yeah, I, I always wondered why we did like... I always wondered why we didn't have a left footer taking left footed freeze, you know. In that in instances like that, we probably would have seen Coutinho step up to it and try and and try and put it in. Uh maybe put it into the box. I I put it over the bar usually. Um or we might have seen Douglas Luis step up to it there. But yeah, another option. Look, as I say, look at Dean. Fair play to him. It was such a sweetly struck free kick and and, and long made us continue. Um Mm, 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 mm. Did anybody else see for Jacob Ramsey's goal? Did anybody else see Buendia drop to his knees and start celebrating as if he had scored it himself? I love that. I love to see stuff like that. Um, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big man on the, the the dwells and things, but dwells and things like that. Um, but I think he, I think that was fantastic to see. It just shows that that it mean, meant so much to them to be able to break at that pace and to and to score that goal the way we did. Um, Duncan Kilburn says, uh, Duncan and Kamara to be the holding player, holding players. Dougie can play higher up, certainly gives us options. Now we've got everybody fit by our Diego Carlos, so it certainly, certainly, certainly gives us options. Richard, thank you so much, Richard Skinner. I really appreciate it. He says, Great show, sensational day. Love you, man. I love you too. Love each and every one of you guys. Absolutely. This is brilliant. 620 odd people here. If you don't, could you please give us a like? Uh, just click on the thumbs up button on YouTube. And if you're not a subscriber, we'd love to have you on board for, for post-match podcasts in the future. And all the other podcasts we do as well. And Rod, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. I, that is just fantastic. Guys, this is, uh, I, I, I can't speak highly enough. Um, about how much I, I, I appreciate every single comment that you guys have put in today. And thank you so much. Um, thank you so much, uh, Rob. Um, Bertie says he's not a big fan of Ali, but his hold-up play today was superb. I agree. I, I thought his hold-up play was, was better. Um, I thought it was better. Uh, I thought that they, they did a, the good thing of trying to isolate him on, on Martinez because uh, obviously the height matchup was a small bit better. But as I say, keeping Lindelof out in the in open space allowed uh, allowed Leon Bailey to have his way with him in the first half. I don't rate Lindelof. Excuse me for yawning. No, just take a break in the podcast there to have a yawn. Apologies about that. Um, I don't rate Lindelof at all, and uh, I think that they got that bang on right today by playing two up top and by pressuring both of them in different ways. Um, 
where else are we? Uh, 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Where are we? Noel Connachton. We are staying up. We are staying up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, hopefully, we go further than staying up, and we put, we prepare ourselves up the field or up the up the league, should I say? Actually, what is the league table at the moment? Whereabouts are we in the league table? Um, come on, league table. Let me see if I can share it up. We're 13th in the league, 15 points. Uh, only still only three points off the drop zone, but um. Look, a game like that today brings our goal difference down to still it's still a negative seven goal difference. But uh, from where we were at the start of the season, not being able to score goals, we've now scored seven goals in the last three games, which is uh, which is a positive. Seven scored seven goals, conceded five. Things will hopefully be tightened up under Unai Emery's stewardship, and that would be um, that would be a very very good thing to see. Uh, take a couple of more comments here just before. Um, before we wrap it up here, because I'm going to lose my voice in a minute. Um, yeah, James, I did see this. James Newbury says both Kanza and Mings look to get forward when they could. They they uh, like they're both liberals. Um, I I there was one situation in the game where Mings did get very far forward. He was almost nearly past his midfield, and it was like as if he was chasing somebody down to 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 look for another pass. But uh, yeah, that's interesting to see. I know we saw we saw our our centre backs. It must have been under Steven Gerrard, but we saw our centre-back straight out with the ball at times last season as well. And I wonder if it's something that we will see uh, under Unai Emery. I know he liked to do it with Pau Torres, um, but then he changed the tactics. And obviously he couldn't do it with Raul Albiol because he's like 38 years of age. Um, but uh, or something like that. He's in and around that age. But Pau Torres was... Um, was able to kind of step up and get into that midfield area to try and get at, at attacking midfielders. So I wonder if that's going to be something that is um, deployed with Mings as well. Uh, once again, thank you everybody for watching. There's 624 people here. If you can give us a thumbs up, if you're not already a subscriber, we'd love for you to subscribe. Costs you absolutely nothing. And we'd love to have you on board for more interaction and for more post-match pods, preview pods, team sheet tantrums. And who knows, some guests pop on as well. The likes of Fabrizio Romano has been on. Graham Hunter has been on. We had the wonderful... Luis Miguel Echegaray, uh, Tony Daly, and we're hoping, we're efforting, as they say in the United States, we're efforting to have one more big name on before the end of the year. But I am only going to give it maybe about a 15% chance. And I think some of you will like like the guest, and I think some of you will hate the guest if, if, it, was, if it was to come to fruition. Um, but I wouldn't hold your breath uh, to see. But it would be nice if it did anyway. So if you guys are new to the, new to the channel, 
please don't be afraid to subscribe and get on board as we go forward. Mango, thank you. Or manga, sorry. Manga 99 UK. I'm buzzing. Love your stream as always. Up the villa. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that as well. Um, Stevie B says, uh, looked like a team today. I absolutely agree. Um, uh, yeah, Snowflake. I saw this as well. So Snowflake says he loved it when Maddie Cash held the Man United player off. Uh, off and let the ball go for a goal kick and then he celebrated it. I, I actually like to see that as well. It showed a concentration from, from there was a couple of instances like that whereby we did just we did really basic things but uh, the, the players kind of celebrated it because it showed the concentration I think that they needed to have in certain areas of this game and and, and, and it showed them with the scoreline being 3-1 as well. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh, Alan O'Connor says a couple of days coaching will produce a performance like that. Looks like Emery has his homework done and the players, including McGinn at 10. Absolutely. Um, and really random review says Kamara's a Rolls Royce and we got him for free too. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just going to come down here just to make sure that I um, haven't missed any, um, any, 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 any uh, comments here. Uh, and Lionel, he says, I'd love them to do it again on Thursday, but for me, three points today was vital. Yeah, look, ideal world, we win again on Thursday. Um, but I think this is a great shot in the arm for Aston Villa. Uh, as you say, three points today is vital. We lose today and we were just hovering over the drop zone on the same amount of points as, as Southampton. Southampton took a pretty heavy beating today against Newcastle, just like we did last last week. So, you know, we can if we can try and claw our way out of there, maybe get another win up to 18 points, try and climb up that table um, and and see where we where we land before we get that little mini preseason um, under Unai Emery during the World Cup break. Well, then that would be fantastic as well. Um, so we have uh, Reese Roberts. Uh, Reese Roberts, a lad, he says, actually enjoyed watching Villa for once and felt comfortable at three went up. Love you, Neil. I absolutely love you too, Reese. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. That is absolutely fantastic. And uh, <laughs> I think this is the last comment we're going to finish on. It's from Ollie W. Um, it, Unai looked suave and cool. We've had too many Mike Bassets, and now we have a proper boss. But absolutely, I think it's nice to see uh, um, a manager of the stature of Unai Emery on the, on the touchline. Long may continue. Long may we get the results that we've gotten today. And let's see if this is going to propel us up the league and we go on some sort of a run before the World Cup and then utilize that time to really implement tactics, um, coaching, conditioning, whatever Unai Emery wishes to do. Um, it would be a nice little salvo for him to be able to have that four-week um, time to be able to work with the squad in Bodymore Heat. So I think that's going to do it for us today, guys, uh, before I lose my voice. What a result. What a win. What a start to the Unai Emery tenure here at Aston Villa. I absolutely appreciate every single one of you that's been on the stream today. Um, I really appreciate it. I would love to see your comments. I just apologize. I can't get to everybody's comment. I would absolutely love to. But as always, I will go back and I will read the live comments um, again just to make sure that I didn't miss anything. You can contact us. You can get involved with, with the show, as I said, through, through the, the, the comments. Also, I'm going to bring it back because I think a lot of people might have, might have something they want to say. We do have a voicemail service on SpeakPipe. So at speakpipe.com slash for the love of Pomegranate Pod. I'll pop that up there again for you guys. I'll put it on a loop for a moment. If you want to get involved, if you want to have your say, we might bring back the voicemail podcast in 
um, I suppose, in honour of such a great, uh, great result. Go away, have a few points tonight. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, by all means do. It's absolutely free once again to leave a voicemail. And we, if we get enough of them, we will do a voicemail podcast. If not, we will play the ones that we get on uh, podcasts that I'll podge together with uh, with Paddy once we get back. But yeah, we bring back this feature. If you guys enjoy it, then absolutely leave a, leave a voicemail and I'd be delighted to hear from you. So as I say, that's going to do it for me tonight, guys. Um, go away, enjoy your Sunday afternoon. These don't come along too often, these wins against Manchester United. Make sure you point the fingers at any Man United sport mates and work tomorrow and do the big smug face no whatever your smug face is i need to practice mine evidently because that wasn't very good but practice your smug face over the course of the night tonight and make sure that you use that smug face at every available opportunity between now and thursday so everybody go away enjoy yourselves please give us a like and a subscription if you haven't done so already stay safe stay healthy and above all up the villa Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.